Welcome to the ultimate SummerSlam recap with Captain Insano and General Bacchus. How are you doing? Um, uh, doing good because Raw's on right now and I'm not watching it. <laughs> just like last week. Yeah, just like last week. Oh God, it was not it was not worth watching. So we have to uh, just uh, remind he... everyone that we recap wrestling here. Yes, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll go. So I I caught it. I caught the Hulu version of it so that I could skip uh, pretty much most most of the garbage, which was still it was still bad even on Hulu. Yeah, that's what I do. We DVR it and then speed through it like AM raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, AJ Styles. Uh, versus riddle was the only thing worth watching on the entire show and that and that's all i'm gonna say about raw because otherwise it might have caught that one yeah that that was that was good but other than that like yeah nothing uh yeah nothing was good uh i was not not a fan are we gonna do boring 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 let's get to the good shit yeah uh go ahead and uh We'll go ahead and recap. Uh, so we'll go ahead and do SmackDown next, then, um, and then we'll do uh, AEW, and then we'll jump into uh, jump into SummerSlam. SummerSlam, okay. So uh, SmackDown. Yeah. So watch some of that. Yeah, SmackDown was uh, at least watchable. Yeah. But- yeah, the opening match was was all right. Uh, I do like that. I do. I do like that when they do singles matches with the the Mysterios. It's never Dominic wrestling because they know that he's still green as horseshit. But yeah, uh, like he. But the thing is, like he. I mean, he's good, but he's just not. He's just not ready to be on a national stage yet. Right. But it's yeah, like, wrestling in an eleven minute match. Yeah. yeah no. But then, like, yeah, uh, Baron Corbin was my favorite part of the show, and he's been my favorite part of WWE for the last, like, ever since he lost his, uh, <laughs> lost his house, <laughs> lost everything. <laughs> the kids left him. Like, I, I, I like, I got the blues. <laughs> like, I seriously hope, like, they do a segment with him where he's, like, at the homeless shelter having to try to win a lottery to get the last bed <laughs> at the, to get the last con at the shelter, and then they get in a fist fight. <laughs> throwing dice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they did when I was at, when I was homeless. They, that's what, how they would do it. Like, it is not a church. Or like, we're like, yeah, well, we're casting lots like the disciples did to, to figure out who's going to replace Judas. Boom. <laughs> like, this is, I was like, can I just sleep on the floor? They're like, no, fire code. I'm like, have a heart. Yeah. <laughs> but. <Fire code>. Yeah. <laughs> Fire code. Like, can I like sleep on the toilet? I I, mean, I don't care. I just don't want to be outside. It was a, it was Minnesota in the in the middle of the winter. Oh, oh my no. god! Yeah. yeah no. uh, That's a tough choice. Next <laughs> <laughs> match: uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Title Number One Contenders Match: Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart defeat Natalia and Tamina in three minutes. I did not see that one. Ah, uh, this is like the fourth time they faced them and beat them. So it's so they might it, as well have the titles at this point, right? Yeah, like I don't understand the point of having contenders face yeah. the champions 
uh, and beat them over and over again. It's like, well, they don't deserve the titles. Uh, well, they beat the champions. Like yeah. the the champions should never have a match if they're like if it's a tag team championship match, it should never be in a tag team match that isn't for the titles. Right. Singles yeah. wrestler should never be in a singles match that isn't for the title if they're the champion. I think that personally, that's my opinion. But if you want to do a marquee champ versus champ match, which you should only do like once a year at most. Yeah, something like that. Like I, um, I don't understand this thing. Like that, yeah. like, and the repeating of matches and things like that. Ugh. I don't get why. Like Tamina has been in the company for like fifteen years, and she hasn't. She could have been a top heel. Like imagine her and Awesome Kong just beating the crap out of each other. It would have been amazing. Yeah, that would have been great. But no, let, let's. I mean, she's basically been a glorified jobber her entire career, and it's bullshit. Well, see, I wonder if it's because Vince knew that Jimmy Snuka was about to go to prison for murder oh. that he covered up, and he didn't want to have the spotlight on him for covering up Jimmy Snuka killing somebody. <laughs> I don't know. It could be something to do with it. it, Who knows? The sons of the father. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you are punished for what I had to do. (laughs) He's like, I gave you a job. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But uh, then uh, Otis with Chad Gable, which makes no sense because or they're like, hey, Otis, we're going to give you the money in the bank. We're going to split you from Tucker, like, even though everybody loves it. And we're going to put you with Chad Gable, who is awesome, but nobody seems to care about because they book him like an idiot. Yeah. And so they've got two guys that are idiots, but you love them versus. Honestly, and I mean, the Street Profits are pretty cool, too. I, just... I like the Street Profits, but cool. a three minute match is not, uh, I don't yeah. know. I feel like but, if, they, if they wanted to have Otis squash someone, they could have gotten someone else. Yeah, like get like I don't know what city they were in for the show. Yeah. Uh, here, let me scroll. Up. Phoenix. Oh, uh, so just get like uh like R.J. Dickey or whatever his name is, the guy that trained David Arquette or whatever <laughs> to come out and get and get squashed, or have okay. David Arquette come out and get squashed. I don't care. I mean, have T-Bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just have T Bar show up on SmackDown and get some quash. Like nobody right. cares about him now anyway because he was he, he was show up without his mask and the kids <laughs> wouldn't know who he was. I mean, I oh hey, look, it's Donovan Dijak. It's, <laughs> it's like, Bart. <laughs> Bart. <laughs> he's T Bar on Raw, but he's Bart on SmackDown. <laughs> 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 I don't nobody... never know who I was. It was me. <laughs> it's like how nobody knew that Hulk Hogan was Mr. America. <laughs> they don't think the lie detector test. Oh, next. Speaking of good shit, King Nakamura and Rick Boogs defeat I... Apollo and Aziz. Three okay, minutes. Rick Boogs. Had has a denim singlet. I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. He's Rick Bo- Rick Boogs is okay. I I I guess I lied when I said Baron Corbin has been my favorite part of wrestling lately. Rick Boogs. Well, I guess Baron Corbin and and Rick Boogs are kind of t- are kind of tied together a little bit because because <laughs> that was all Rick Boogs is the reason Baron Corbin lost his crown and became. So, uh, I don't know. I I I like what they're doing with Nakamura, but I I still wish they would have put the title on him before. Yeah. But uh, I I I think this is probably this might be the end of Apollo Crews in the like being well put on damn good matches too. He's a really good wrestler. Like, yeah. but they keep on saddling him with really. Bad, bad, just yeah. bad gimmick, bad storyline. Right. And the main event was a double main event, basically. Bianca squashing Zelina Vega and Carmella. Okay. Yeah. Which I was fine with that. 
yeah i mean yeah go home to the title match and we'll get to later how they ruined all of that but uh yeah yeah and we'll go ahead and jump to dynamite which was a very good show yeah let me yeah it's it's i could have swore i caught a little bit of it yeah so the they opened with uh so the opening match was supposed to be uh something with uh with Moxley and Eddie Kingston and then 2.0 who are guys that were in NXT uh and Ring of Honor at one point as mm-hmm. Jeff Parker and Matt Lee uh they got they must not have had a non compete clause cuz they were in NXT like 2 months ago and they're already uh, yeah. on TV with AEW, so they must have screwed up something like that, like how they did with Alistair Black, where he was immediate, where he his non-compete clause was only 30 days. Uh, okay. Uh, Darby Allen and Sting, uh, it was mostly Darby Allen doing the doing the work, and, uh, like, Sting being, uh, some people don't, might not like that Sting got powerbombed through a table and then hulked up immediately and, and then hit a double scorpion death drop, but, uh, it's Sting. It's Sting. It's been, it's been his gimmick forever. So, I I mean, that's, yeah. And then, uh, every time there was never a time that Undertaker sat up and everybody was like, Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just part of the gimmick. So I, I like, you know, people like, well, he's 62 years old. He needs to like, like it's the, the, well, the gimmick doesn't age. The person does, but the gimmick is forever. That's kind of the point. And then, uh, like, you know, the, the rest of the show uh, was all basically leading towards MJF and Chris Jericho, but, like, like they had the Sammy Guevara-Sean Spears match, which, I like, how did they screw up Sean Spears so much in WWE? I, I like, he was over when he was there and everything. Who was he? Was he? Ty Dillinger. And they just saddled him with that. They just like made his gimmick entirely just that he loves the number ten. <laughs> the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I must have missed all that. Oh, was he was. He, he was. Was he early NXT? Uh yes, he was. He was early NXT. Yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't in the Nexus, but he was in NXT, uh, and then he got called up to SmackDown for a little while. But he's the guy that when Shawn Michaels super kicked Stan, that was him. He had oh, been okay. that long. So, like, well, they didn't have to do with him. Yeah. yeah. As you say, they put on a good match. Tully Blanchard getting involved <laughs> in, in goofy ways is always good. Yeah. But then, yeah, the, then they had the tag team title match, which, oh, God, it, the amount of... <laughs> the amount of shenanigans from the Good Brothers and Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> yeah, I see that Nakazawa was out there. Um, <laughs> I wish I'd caught it now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those shenanigans. Like, uh, the Jurassic Express, like, the match was like just gangbusters from the beginning. Like, it was just back and forth the whole way. But, like, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, Young Bucks are. I, I don't see the Young Bucks losing the titles right now. Like they're, they, I see them losing it probably. Uh, I don't think to the Jurassic Express. I think it's going to be a little bit further down the line, probably to the Dark Order or something like that. Yeah. But like, they're just. I don't know. They're they're not getting out of the park with every match. Like even if people think their gimmicks goofy and stuff like that. Like I don't know. I just Maybe. like. When, Maybe he could drop the belts to whatever they end up calling the Wyatt family. Yeah, because it looks like Bray's Bray's immediately going over. Like he's already on his way over there. Because and uh, I mean, it might end up be. See, they might have they might have held off on because uh, Brian Danielson's been signed with the company since June and hasn't appeared. And really? I want. Yes. Oh, okay. And I think the CM Punk negotiations initially are what delayed him appearing, and then 
Bray Wyatt basically being like, and the connection between Bray Wyatt and <laughs> and Danielson, I think maybe those two debut together or something, hmm. uh, potentially, and maybe that's how they get the tag titles off of the Young Bucks. I don't know. That's just a speculation, but um, uh, but then uh, yeah, the next match was not good. Um, Thunder Rosa defeats and Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford is, uh, I mean, she's a gimmick. That's all she is. She can't wrestle. Like, in the thing is, yeah, like, I don't know why they keep on putting her in matches, honestly, but like, uh, like, well, okay, if Casey a wrestler, well, yeah, like, I mean, if. If you put like I, I understand putting her like if you put her in a match, but they didn't need it didn't need to be as long as it was. It just went yeah. way too long. Um, of all the people you can put Thunder Rosa up against, yeah, there's a lot her, of people. Her, like I mean, you she can do a lot of good things in eight minutes. Yeah, give her Reba or something like that. Yeah, like because I think the whole point was that is that she's trying to go after Doctor Britt Baker, so have her face Reba. Yeah. It beat up Reba, you know. Re- Reba at least, uh, you know, at least is imposing and can work. Penelope Ford is, uh, I mean, the only reason she even is involved in wrestling is because her ex boyfriend, who is in, I have no idea how that, how that, like, you know, like, always brought her around to the shows, and then they broke up, and she ended up marrying Kips, marrying the guy. A guy that she cheated on her ex boyfriend with, which is like, and they're all in the same company. I'm like, oh my god, how does that work? But right, uh, yeah. But then, uh, then the fifth labor of Jericho, which was, so I thought Jericho was gonna win this. I see, Meister gave it four stars. I was convinced. I was convinced Jericho was gonna win from the from the onset. Like and the crowd sang his entrance because he wasn't allowed to have his entrance. He wasn't allowed, to, and the what ended up ha- like uh, so oh, the I finish that was a pretty good effect too. Yeah, and the finish was actually Jericho uh, went for the Judas effect, realized he couldn't do it, and then uh, MJF countered, hit him with the Judas effect, and pinned him. Oh wow. No, not pinned him. He and then he gave him the salt of the earth, the the Fuji, the arm bar, to finish it off. Okay. Um. So it was, but he worked on that arm the whole way. Yeah, and it was a, it was a good match. But then, uh, moving forward, uh, Friday night, uh, I expected. I everybody knew that CM Punk was expected to be at Rampage. Yeah. I was still semi hoping for a swerve, but I thought I fully expected a swerve. And that's that's how you <laughs> that's Dixie Carter's fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, like just you can't ex- you can't have you can never expect anything good to ever happen. Right. But then, like Punk gave a really good promo, and he never mentioned WWE once, like directly. But he referenced them multiple times and absolutely just uh, uh, he set up the match with Darby Allen that yeah. that's gonna be good. That's gonna that's gonna definitely be good for Darby's career too. Yeah, I think that's gonna elevate him. Yeah. And then I mean the rest of the uh, like the opening match being the elim- the beginning of the Eliminator tournament because the Bucks have beat everybody in the tag team division, and then it was, I mean, I don't know. Private Party doesn't like uh, I don't know. I'm not a. F- they got some cool stuff, but they're not there yet. Yeah, no, they're they're young though, so they got time. Uh, Jurassic Express, on the other hand, like they're. They're so like in sync. They're they're great. Yeah, I mean they're they're setting up Jungle Boy as like I mean probably you know a a hot cruiserweight and I mean, Luchasaurus yeah. can can run a match. Yeah. Um. 
like I, I feel like Jungle Boy is like a Mikey Whipwreck that doesn't lose every match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's actually <laughs> a really good way to put it. Yeah, like I mean, it, like because I mean he's he like he's really good for how young he is. I guess so. Marco Stunt doesn't wrestle anymore, so Jim Cornette can shut the fuck up. Uh he does wrestle on he wrestles on dark and he oh. also and he also uh he does like an acute like he opens up like uh either dynamite dark matches or rampage dark matches he does like like a two he does like two or three like songs uh song acoustic set to open up the show oh okay That's yeah cool. so, so he's, he's he's found his job yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, he's basically just their uh, yeah, he's their uh, mascot now, which is yeah. what he should have been from the beginning. He like he's, I mean, he's he's decent when it comes to like taking insane bumps and things like that, but like he just it doesn't when somebody is smaller than Rey Mysterio and does it and can't uh and can't work the same way that Rey Mysterio does, it's not believable to have him in there with anybody. Yeah. Like, even a woman. Like, a, yeah. the women all even make him or even more intimidating than he is. So, like, yeah. that's... It, it's uh, really raw. It, it, it sucks, too, because no matter how hard he works, there's always going to be that problem. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, next, but, Jade Cargill defeats Kira Hogan. I must have missed that one. Uh, in five seconds. Uh, yeah, if you sneezed, you would have missed it. It wasn't even a match. I think like, I might have seen it. So. Yeah, you probably did. It was like it was. I mean, they're. I think the uh, they're trying to make Jake Cargill the. Uh, th- I think the idea is that Jake Cargill is going to be the next challenger for, uh, the next big challenger for Britt Baker. But I don't know how they're gonna work around Mark Sterling's schedule since he isn't he the booker for GCW? I don't know. Well I know that he's involved very heavily with GCW. So I'm on cagematch.net right now. It doesn't all right say because he's because he because he's uh because he, he is uh because he's been involved with the major storyline of G- Game Changer right now with uh, the whole Zack Ryder thing. So, okay. Um, so that's so I just don't know. Like, well, I'm guessing he well his first priority has to be AEW, even though he was with Game Changer first. But, um, and then the yeah the final match being John Moxley just beating the ever loving garbage out of daniel garcia it was uh it was unnecessary i mean i don't think i have seen like it was like a four minute squat like it was reminiscent of lesnar versus cena where it just got uncomfortable to watch after a while yeah but it was funny like i was i was laughing a little bit watching it but i was like man that's a little unnecessary yeah <laughs> but um but i think like really the highlight of the week when it comes to wrestling was cm punk debut cm punk's debut like uh running going into uh the weekend cuz yeah. uh like i don't yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure. Like, even though there were some really good matches and things like that elsewhere, and like on like Dynamite had some great matches, and that like just that moment, and like I've never heard a crowd that loud in the last decade. Yeah, it's it, not since <laughs> not since Rock came back in like 2010. Yeah, maybe like yeah, well, like yeah, when Rock came even back, that th- loud. Yeah. Like it was, it was almost to where like when when like Triple H came back from his quad injury in like O two that was a, that was almost at that level. Yeah, I mean it was insane. Um, that was his. I mean that was as loud as you can get out of fifteen thousand people. I'm not going to compare that to Madison Square Garden. That's stupid. But um, yeah, yeah that, I mean that's as 
It, it's it's like Patrick Kane had just scored a game winner in OT in game. Yeah, game. I mean, uh, just oh. what a pop. Yeah, um, I mean, that, that, that I mean, was the whole point of the show. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, I mean, well, there was one good match, and then you know, two stories. Yeah. I mean, and they like, and they had all the dark matches that are on YouTube that they filmed. We they because they had like two or three hours of wrestling before Punk even showed up. Mm-hmm. So they so that was so the crowd was warmed up and everything. Oh, that's good. But because that's yeah, that's what the format for Rampage is is that they ha- that they film uh is that they film dark matches for YouTube be like uh like a ton of them and then. I, I think they do one hour before Dynamite, and then they do two hours before uh, Rampage. I think that's how they do it. Yeah. So, uh, okay. so because uh, that's what they did in Pittsburgh when I went to when when I went to Rampage, so it was two hours before. So. Okay. Nah. Um, uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam's kickoff show: Biggie defeats Baron Corbin. Yeah, and. <laughs> That that match was uh, um, <laughs> short and sweet, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. That was uh, I mean, uh, I want. I am curious to see where they go with where they're going with this because Baron Corbin is losing to everybody, which is fine. But he has to like. Yeah, he could disappear and then just attack a top face and be right where he but was. Again. That's why, and that's I why like I think. Need to yeah. Piss out of him for a little bit and then just take him off of TV for a while. Yeah, that, I mean, and he's it, been a mainstay for a while. He should get a break. Yeah, I th- I think it's time for him to. Uh, to go away for a little while. And then like the opening match of the card, this, I expected way more out of this match. Yeah, it it was, it was all right. Like AJ beating riddle on raw made me, made me pretty sure that they were losing the titles. Uh, uh, coming into this and like, the way that the stories played out with like Randy being like, no, I'm a solo act and like riddle, like take spending all that time convincing him. So, but like seven minutes as the opening match with when you have three guys that can really go and that giant, you know, like, I mean, all you need is two minutes of Omos just destroying everybody. And he does his job. You could have gotten 10 minutes out of that match. Yeah. And yeah, so I was a little disappointed. Maybe cut out Alexa Bliss defeats Eva Marie. That match was hot garbage. There was nothing good about it. I, I missed it. I was outside. I didn't even know they had a match. Oh my god, it was just bad. Like there was nothing. Like I don't even want to recap it. Like okay. I, I just want to skip it. Um, Damian Priest yeah. defeats Sheamus for the United States title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this match was really good, and yeah, did that, was, not... uh, that was more fun than I expected it to be. Uh, yeah, like I thought the Sheamus. I honestly, I thought the whole match was going to be Sheamus doing what he typically does when it's a guy that's relatively new to the company and just beating them up for <laughs> for ten minutes, and then <laughs> and, and abusing the them. And then with the finisher, but no, Damian Priest winning was was a pleasant surprise, and he's pretty popular. The crowd loves him, yeah. uh, so that was good. You've got your uh, good mid card face right there. Yeah, and then uh, hopefully this is the end of the Mysterios facing the Usos. Yeah, that match was uh, th- that match was not very good. Like the Usos are great, the Mysterios are fine, but like. Uh, I think Dominic does not need to be at the top of the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, like no matter like Ray's winding down, like you can see that his uh, like when he first came back to the WWE, like 
he was energized. He was having great matches, but you could see that he like he's got some wear and tear on him, and he's like slowing down again. A forty-six year old can't work the WWE schedule. No, it, it's just a, too. Much. A forty-six-year-old with bad knees who needs those knees for his finishing move. Yeah. No. So I I, I hope that like I know that this was like basically a bucket list thing for Ray. Yeah. And I think this was what I think this is what brought him back because initially, uh, Ray was supposed to fate was supposed to be Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement match, and then he signed with the. And then he signed with the WWE, and that got put the kibosh on that. Oh, that would have been better. Okay, that would have been better. But I think the I think what happened is WWE is like, well, we'll sign your son. Yeah. So, um, and then this got hot garbage. Ah, Bianca Belair. Uh, like so, Bianca Belair comes out. They oh still God. are pretend are making it sound like Sasha Banks is going to be there, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh well, she's not here." Like they should have just they should have just been up front and been like, "Yeah, we got to change the match." Yeah. And then but sending she's... Carmella, who already lost on SmackDown, out was dumb. Send anybody else out. Anybody. Like, I don't care if they send Dewdrop out. You know what? She earned it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but yeah, and then, like, I don't even mind Becky returning. I don't even mind her winning the title right there, but just to destroy everything that you've built Bianca up for. Yeah, it's twenty-five. Just, it's, just dumb. it's stupid. Why? You know, they would. It was stupid when they did that to Kofi Kingston. It was stupid yeah. doing it to Bianca. It's stupid her doing it to Bianca. Yeah, it's stupid. It's disrespectful. Everybody knew that Kofi's title reign was just a thanks for your service. Yeah, you know, but it's still disrespectful. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, she she should quit and go to AEW too. I mean, that, that that's, that's <laughs> yeah. bullshit. They they. They could have spit on her, and she would have been more dignified. Yeah, it it it's it. This is worse than when uh than when on Lita's retirement night, crime time threw dildos in the crowd that were supposed to be hers, and everything else as her. They didn't even tell Lita that was happening. Like her tears were real. Like that was like, <laughs> like this is worse than that. That is how disrespectful this company is. Like they said, Mickey James. Mickey James got fired. They sent her. They sent her stuff to her in a garbage bag. Like it didn't say hardcore country on it. It should have, but without the O. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hardcore country. <laughs> oh, uh, and then I went to the grocery store. I see that Drew McIntyre defeated Jinder Mahal in four and a half minutes. Uh yeah. The, the, this was a nothing burger. Everybody knew that it was good, that he was going to beat him. I don't know why this feud needed to happen. Was it just because they were in three man band together? I don't know. But Jinder hasn't gotten one. He there was no moment in this entire feud where Jinder had a one up on on Drew at all. Is- Drew has it's, it's been Drew beating the crap out of him and his lackeys for the last couple months. That doesn't sound like a story. <laughs> like it's, uh, okay, this the okay, this I knew the result of this match the second I saw the order of the entrances because I saw this match at a live at a dark show at yeah. the Raw Women's Title match. At the dark at so at the uh so at the super show Nikki Ash was the last person to enter. At SummerSlam, Charlotte Flair was the last person to enter, and I turned to my girlfriend, and I'm like, Charlotte is winning this match. Charlotte wins, LOL. 
I was still at the store. Good. You didn't miss anything. It wasn't good. Unfortunately, it took me some more time to get back from the store. Yeah. You missed a barn burner. Yeah, and Seth Rollins. I, I saw the brood fucking entrance on Facebook. And... Uh, yeah. I I just say uh it, yeah, it's worth it's it's worth going back on the Peacock and watching. Right. Um uh, it this is the best match on the card yeah. easily. I'm not necessarily sure I like Edge beating Seth Rollins, but I understand why he has to win because Seth Rollins winning means that there's nobody that he ha- that at this point he has to face Roman Reigns. Yeah, Edge winning. Well, Edge already lost to Roman Reigns twice, so Ed, that just means that he has to find somebody else to face. I don't know where Seth Rollins goes from here. He's probably going to face Kevin Owens or something like that. That will probably be his next feud. But um, again, and then it'll be just a big man because they can both do other things that would be more interesting. But okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. Goldberg, did you see this? Uh, did I? I think I put the groceries away, and then Bobby Lashley had a fifteen-year-old Nicole Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so completely unnecessary. I'm, and I don't even know. Did I even say it on the last episode? I'm tired of people's families being dragged. In. If you need to drag everyone's family into every feud on TV now, you suck at writing. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just lazy writing. You've yeah. got the most prestigious belt in all of professional wrestling or sports entertainment or whatever two people are going to fight for it we i don't care about bill goldberg's kid yeah aside from that i don't want to see him get put in a full nelson because he's a 15 year old but (laughs) i really don't care if goldberg came by to say hey look at my son (laughs) is that why he came back I mean, I'm guessing just based on this, because well, okay. Also, can 15 year olds legally wrestle in Saudi Arabia? Because I feel like that's what we're leading to. Ah, uh, it might be. It might be. It might be Youngberg versus Lashley in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his actual name is, but but like Goldberg legitimately. Okay, so. Uh, by the like four minute mark, I want to say like the halfway point of this match, Goldberg is like legitimately gassed to the point that he can't even move, and I'm pretty sure he gets knocked unconscious. Oh, his knee! Oh, it was his knee. I remember that. Okay, yeah. Hey, go walk. Like he just like. So the referee, so they sit there. They act, the whole referee's decision thing, like that was a that was a shoot, like yeah. that they stopped the match by the referee. Like they just is Goldberg has two more matches on his contract supposedly, according to like according to insiders. They just need die. to pay, they need to pay him whatever those they need to buy him out of his contract and tell him to go home he's going like, to die if he wrestles those matches we're gonna kill somebody he almost yeah. killed Bret Hart. like uh, i'm sick of goldberg he's old he sucks yeah. he like he just needs to go away fuck off goldberg okay and then the match that everybody was looking forward to the match that everybody knew the result of before it ended be, before it started because everybody knows that john cena has a movie to go film yeah and I mean, he doesn't need another title. Exactly. Roman I don't think Reigns he... is doing the best work of his life. Yeah, and I don't think that, uh, and I don't think that John Cena wants to break Ric Flair's record in the eyes of the WWE like record system. Yeah. I don't. Th- I think he respects Ric too much to do that. So the match was good. Um, too many false fish- finishes for my liking. But Cena basically got the crap kicked out of him, had a few moments where he looked resilient and made it look like he had a prayer to win, but it, the 
it, there was really no doubt that Roman was winning at any point in the match. Like, you never really thought at any moment that Cena was going to win, but it was a good match. Like, there it was were a couple of moments where I, of course, I hadn't really, I wasn't super into it, but there were a couple of moments where I was like, Cena might hold us off. Like, for yeah. me, just for yeah. me, but I also didn't think too much about it at the time. Yeah. I was, I was trying to get into the match because, I mean, honestly, the, I didn't like that it was just a finisher fest. Yeah. I think that's dumb, but they, at the same time, they were hitting their finishers. Yeah. The, they, the yeah. AA through the t- I popped for the AA through the table. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. they were laying it in. They, 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 they went each other. Yeah, they went hard. And yeah. well, the thing is, like, Roman, uh, in, in the last six months, I think, uh, I'm not going to say he's been taking liberties with guys, but he's been stiff, like yeah. really stiff. And I think that what that was, I think the whole, that was all foreshadowing what was going to happen after the match. Mm-hmm. Cause after Roman wins, look who comes back. <laughs> <laughs> and the custody of Paul Heyman, the Paul Heyman on a pole, on a pole match is, Gonna be happening in Saudi Arabia or Survivor Series. Vince Russo booked it, so it ends in a DQ. <laughs> so, so if it's a DQ, does that mean that Paul Heyman has to get an abortion? Yes. <laughs> he has to go back in time and never be create ECW. Oh no! Oh no! If, if there's no ECW, do we get the Attitude Era because Vince Russo just ripped it off? <laughs> WCW creates attitude. <laughs> WWF <laughs> folds in 1997 after Mabel's fourth world title reign. Oh God! <laughs> and, <laughs> on a um, mission, just like our, the men on a mission just run rampant through through the WWF for for like the, the entirety of the 90s. The Rock becomes a practice squad defensive end and has a decent <laughs> career. Yeah, making six figures. I wonder. What, uh, then Brock Lesnar goes straight into the UFC instead of joining uh, professional wrestling and is like fifteen and three in his career in the greatest heavyweight of all time. He knocks out Tito Ortiz. Uh, he actually gets a fight with Fedor Emelianenko that everybody wanted. Oh yeah, he would have. Oh man, now if well, that sounds preferable. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were living in the best timeline, but I guess not. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> There's one where WWE never existed. Yeah, no, Vince out. Yeah, no, or just Vince Sr. refuses to sell to his son. Right. And then, like, uh, I don't know, Gorilla Monsoon takes over. No sports entertainment ever. Oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, because yeah, it's... What's, what's this... Okay. Uh... Oh, I just found a article about Trish Stratus and Sasha Banks. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's... that match is never happening now. Okay. I mean, who knows? It could. It could. It could be it, like it could be something where <laughs> Sasha refused to lose because she's like, well, if I lose. At this point, then nobody's going to believe I can beat Trish Stratus. Right. I was like, um, well, yeah, they will, because Trish Stratus has been retired for like 77 years. Yeah. Well, so that happened. Uh, you think Lesnar's going to get another title reign? Um... I would really rather see Reigns keep the title until WrestleMania myself. I see what at this point. Yeah, what I think actually because they keep on making it seem like Rollins is going to finally 
is going to finally get to become the number one contender to face Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think I think Roman is going to hold the title to WrestleMania. I think Rollins is either going to win the Royal Rumble or there will be some way that he becomes the number one contender for WrestleMania. So they have that one-on-one match between those two. So, yeah, I don't think Lesnar defeats Reigns, or if he does, is by DQ. Yeah. And it's some sort of, like, Paul Heyman shenanigans, and then Lesnar, like, uh, Lesnar leaves for a little while, and then he shows up on Raw, and they finally have the Lesnar-Lashley uh, feud that Lashley has been begging for, for since he came back. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be my that would be my ideal scenario. Now, is is that what they're going to do? Who knows? No. I mean, uh, I just found out that like Vince's buyout clause for like this this will give you a little bit of insight as to how Vince is running the company right now. So Vince's buyout clause at this point is one point five million dollars a year in salary. Uh, until he dies. Uh, he gets the rights to WCW's library, the name, all the WCW trademarks, and he gets to uh, have his pick of six contracts of performers. Huh. So, if Vince gets bought out of the company, or the WWE sell, or they sell to somebody else, Vince is going to go create WCW with with six guys and then whoever else he can find off the indies. Somebody will work for him. Yeah. So he's Vince McMahon, damn it. Yeah. So he's going to try to put his own company out a bit that he created out of it that he, you know, became... So, like, that's... That that's... would be the best damn, like, final angle of his life. Yeah. <laughs> If they made yeah. just a five-year burn, but nobody's gonna fucking book that. Nobody, no, nobody will book that. No, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. But like, it would be <laughs> Vince McMahon being thrown off the Titan Tower like Alistair Black. Oh God! <laughs> and then it's just Triple H at the top saying, "I booked yeah. myself to be." <laughs> he calls himself the king of kings one more time and yeah because yeah. uh, like i imagine triple h is who they're going to is like i imagine once vince is gone that's who the board is going to name the the direct the you know the new the, the new guy. chairman or ceo or whatever like I want uh, CEO Austin back if we get Chairman Triple H. <laughs> and then it would be, be the, the two-man power trip revisited, but they're in charge of the company. <laughs> just... I thought CEO Austin was a great angle. <laughs> when he was telling yeah. the was telling the receptionist to ask, what the hell do you want when she picks up the phone? I mean, it was, and it was way too short. I think it lasted what three weeks. Yeah. Ah, oh, they they should have made that last like three months. Mm-hmm. Like if they they could have dragged that on for a lot longer. I just think they. Uh, I wonder if. I wonder. I don't know. Were they public at that point? Uh, when did? WWE go public because if they were public, that would explain public on 99. I think, um, October 19th, 1999. Okay, CEO Austin was in 2001. Yeah, that explains it. That explains why that only lasted that long because it was probably the shareholders were like, uh. CEO like, Stone Cold's first at no, never mind. Raw, uh, June fourteenth, ninety nine. Oh, so let me see. I'm just watching the promo here. We've got 
Okay. Okay, yeah. So June 14th, 99, because the previous SmackDown, Linda McMahon had named him CEO uh, in her infinite wisdom. See, now I wonder if the plan was for... Uh, if the plan initially... <laughs> Was for Austin to make the company like as CEO in storyline to take the company public because of looking at how close it like the public all the IPO was and uh and Austin being named CEO in storyline. Mm-hmm. But they probably realized that that probably would have drove the price of the company down. Yeah, because <laughs> people would have been dumb enough to think that Austin was actually the CEO. <laughs> Marks, all of you. <laughs> yeah. That about covers it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think that's about all for this week. Um, you got anything you want to plug? Not at the moment. All right. Well, Logan. All right, everybody. That was oh oh yeah. Um, so a quick update, and we'll probably lead into this for the next episode. Uh, Raw's on right now. Logan Paul got booed so badly, uh, you couldn't even hear him speak tonight. Good Raw's in Denver. So we're gonna we're gonna have some fun recapping that. They did boo him at SummerSlam too. I know. Yeah. When the nobody likes it. Nobody, nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. Why stop trying to make him happen? Yeah. But, no. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good. We'll have to. Yeah, I'll have. We'll have fun uh, ripping on him. And uh, now his brother is actually somehow more likable because I think his brother. His brother's a sex pest. Yeah, <laughs> and his brother's Which... gonna get fucking murdered by Tyron Woodley in six days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. We might throw that in on the show. So yeah, the 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 roast of the brothers Paul next week. Yeah, so look forward to that. But uh, all right, everybody, have a good one. We will see you Wednesday. Also for Wake Up America, and I am Captain Sano, and that is General Bacchus. Stay slamming. Have a good one. <laughs>